Please be advised, the following program contains some adult themes and content. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Ronnie O'Sullivan, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. I don't, I don't care anymore, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? I'm just the, the job ain't worth the stress and the hassle. So I, I quit mentally about eight years ago, and I just take what I can from the sport. It's a good platform for me. It allows me to do other stuff. It gives me a lot of freedom. Um, but as far as trying to win tournaments and cement my game name in the game, like I say, there ain't enough good stuff in the game for me to get excited by it. So. I just take what I can from it and one day I'll wake up and I'll get excited and I'll play a good tournament but if I don't, I don't really care anymore to be honest with you. I just get my queue out, put a few balls, get paid and look at you know, and that's, that's it at the end of the day. It's just become like an emotionless type of job. You know, I'll just get me queue out, put a few balls, get paid, go on. <laughs> that's how I've lived my life. Pete. It's one of the best, most yeah. honest interviews we've had in sport. <laughs> did, what, did, did he have this uh, thing come out that I mentioned? I don't know. I didn't look it up, Rob. Sorry uh, about that. That's all right. It's 365 days of sport, but we're in the middle of mayhem at the Gabba. Well, I'm trying to watch this. So we're, it's England, yeah. New Zealand, basically. If England win, it probably means New Zealand and England go through. If New Zealand win, the Aussies will probably go through. And the English are definitely out. Not they, definitely. Oh, the, the, but it's a Aus- must win for them. Australia are only playing, I think, Afghanistan the last game, and yeah. uh, England are playing, I don't know, doesn't really matter, Sri Lanka. Yeah. So, we, we would probably have to have lost by 100 runs for it to really have made yes, a difference. Yes, you're quite yeah, but, a way ahead, considering you yeah. beat Australia by 90-plus and Sri Lanka by 80-plus. So. Yeah. Yeah, your, your run rate's there. So basically, what New Zealand need to do to knock Australia out is just keep this quite close, but lose. Right. And you'll go through, and England go through. It's, it's simple as that, right? Okay. Not that well, I'm into match, fi- well, match I'm fixing. Not, I'm not. Fi- I'm just into us winning, basically. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It. But it wouldn't be a bad thing if you just kept it close, but lose. Yeah. If you're a non-Australian fan. Did you I, win the Melbourne Cup? Do you know what? I did. <laughs> didn't, you didn't watch it? Nah. Oh, you just, I mean, you disappoint me, Beef. Um, I, I've got no real interest in horse racing. Yeah, no, I've but, noticed that actually. Yeah, you, you, you're not very enthusiastic when I tell my horse racing yeah. news, be. Um, and the it's Melbourne Cup. My partner had to work today, so yeah. she didn't get a bank holiday, and I was doing other things, uh, like writing this show. But you can you can watch this. It's at two o'clock. It's not even very late. It was yeah. 3 o'clock, uh, wasn't it? 3 o'clock two, race. Two, 2 o'clock, I think, this year. Uh, okay, I don't know. I, I didn't even turn it on. I just saw the result on the news earlier. When Gold trip one. Gold trip, top weight. Well, he, and he came because he came second in the... Caulfield um, Cup, Caulfield so Cup. I hear, yeah. But then the one who beat him, that one had got scratched. That, oh, Okay. But still, everyone thought the Caulfield Cup form was a bit dodged because they, apparently they ran very slow. And then they all sprinted okay. home at the end. Right. I did look through the field yesterday and i thought there's a lot of zeros in the form guide for the horses in the melbourne cup you mean not top 10 finishes and stuff yeah yeah well it's a funny one because like if you're going to prepare a horse for two miles right yeah they never really get to run two miles okay they're always running like lead-up races which probably may not be their peak sort of distance or whatever or then there's other ones that really do have their peak distance to four or what mile and a half and then they try and see if they can run the three because it's that's why it's such a gamble it really is the most genuine gamble going Yep. The Melbourne Cup because no one even knows the trainers don't even know if their horse can run that far. <laughs> it seems stupid, really, doesn't it, Rob? Well, 
it's you know any any some someone's got to win. So I've only picked the winner once ever. I picked ever? very elegant last year. Okay, I think I I've had a few. Yeah, you had done. Well, I didn't really watch, to be honest, before until the last six, seven years. I, I'd, yeah. I'd watch, but didn't really yeah. know anything. No, so it doesn't really float my boat at the minute. Yeah. And I think it's a case of disposable income, Rob, as well. Sure, sure. Considering I haven't got any. But the odds are so high, you can just chuck a fiver on. That's a good point. What was the price of the winner, by the way? I 21. Was it 20 to 1? $21. Yeah, well, he was sort of, I think, well, it's probably drifted a bit, you know. I okay. think it was there or thereabouts and maybe drifted a bit. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Jockey Mark's. Zara was Mark it? Zara was. Who was, who was suspended this time last year. He was part of the crew oh. that broke the COVID rules. Him oh, and uh, Jamie Carr Jamie and that. Carr. Yeah, he was in the same party on was Boozy. He? Yeah. Boozy. And, then, and the year before, yeah. he ran in the, uh, the third race, which is a 2800 meter race. He got thrown off his horse and he broke his arm and his leg. And, oh. and, he, and he, so he obviously didn't oh, well, ride I didn't the know cup. That he was, backstory. Well, he was watching it from uh, the hospital. Congratulations, so, Mark, on yeah. that. Uh, that, was that is his first Melbourne Cup win? Yeah, pretty sure it is his first yeah, Melbourne I think Cup I've win. I've not seen his name up in lights. Yeah, he used to write, write old Happy Clapper a lot. So oh, okay. Was, yeah, 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 got yeah. to see the back of Winks yeah. a lot. Well, I haven't asked then, Rob. Did you have a win today? Uh, no. So what I did that was wise yeah. was that I stayed off and watched the first couple of races. There was two things, horses that I would have backed in those yes. races. They came in, but I didn't, wasn't on. I thought, oh, oh. maybe I'm on the punt. Okay. Today. Yeah, right, so yeah, yeah. went to start having a go, and then they didn't Got to wish you a happy birthday for yeah, uh, a few days Roberto. ago. You're now 41. 42. 42 even. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 1980. Just yep. keeps ticking over, B. Yes. It's just getting away from me. Right. I really feel like it it's getting away celebrations? from me. No, no. It, it was probably, I, I worked all day at the shop didn't oh, I, by myself. By yourself? Yeah. And I was there all day, and then I just went home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not even a Ben and Jerry's to celebrate, Rob? Nah, no, I had something better than that. <laughs> I, I had a fantastic bottle of red, didn't I? Not with ice cream. Hanging so, Rock. Hanging, Hanging Rock. Rock Shiraz. Nice, Victorian. Calambrian Shiraz from Heathcote. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. It's a great drop, I tell you. Very, very good. Are you a big fan of the Heathcote Shiraz? I believe that's uh, pretty good. It is. I think it's the best Shiraz in Australia. I know someone who would agree with you. Really? Yes, I live with her. Ah, yeah, She loves the Heathcote Shiraz. Um, I'm absolutely... uh, Well, we have so many at the shop. Okay. Yeah. Do you know why is the Heathcote area for the Shiraz? Where we are, Romsey, right, Mount Macedon. It's not far away. You're going to get my whole spiel now. Okay. (laughs) This is what everyone's tuned into. Rob's wine club. Romsey's quite high altitude there, Mount Macedon. So you're about 200 metres or something higher than the Heathcote region. Okay. So you can't do a good Shiraz there. It just doesn't, the grapes don't develop right. So so there's a couple of cool climate Shiraz there. They're no good, mate. Oh, right. But they're still charging 40 bucks a bottle. Because it's vaguely in the same area. But uh, but in there, the Pinot Noir and the whites are very good. So you get a great Riesling and a great uh, Shiraz. Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, the whites, thing. yeah, not the but, reds, but don't, but the don't go, yeah. Then you go further into Heathcote and goes just down the valley a bit oh, and right. drops down, right, and um, you get a bit lower, and there, that's where the good stuff happens. Right, that's, that's why. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, no worries, Pete. But, but I, I do, uh, I do listen. Yeah. And uh, Heathcote Shiraz, there's a lot of people on that. Uh, it's a, oh, that's a smash by Daryl Mitchell. Smash for it. Oh. Caught on the boundary by the subfielder, Chris Jordan. That's not. That how long did he not on. hit that for six? Well, because Chris Wokes probably let it go at a different angle. Might have been a cross seamer. 
Uh, we're struggling now. Wait, wait, is Phillips still there? Yeah, he's there, but he's not getting the strike, I think. Yeah. Okay, so, f- f- 49 off 18. If you want to know, overs. New Zealand are 131 for five. They are chasing England. What did England get? 170, 169, something like that? 179. One, 179, 179, yeah. 179, that, so. that looks like it was just going to go for six straight away. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's what happens when the new batsman comes in. That's so you can't happens. quite time it from ball one. And it's now, an art you know, the, this whole thing... Thing of not crossing, although it's, yes. that was the last ball of the over, at least. Oh, so was that's it? Good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this, so this new Phillips, rule. Really. Yeah, there's no sacrifice flies, yeah. so to speak anymore. Because that was certainly strategically a big thing that you'd, definitely, you'd yeah, always yeah. definitely. It's, do I that. think it's a it's a good rule. I like it. Mm. Now, Beefy, you must have be very excited and pleased to see the return of Michael Clark back to the um, commentary. I mean, uh, yeah, he's has it been. He's created such a great insight yeah. into the game. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's your favourite, isn't he? He is. You, you really look up to him. In fact, if if you were to aspire as a broadcaster <laughs> commentator, <laughs> yeah, you'd look to someone. He'd be your number one. Oh, def, most yeah? definitely, most definitely. Oh, it's great to have him back. I've got to say, I was. Oh, a- Oh, well, I was sitting there going, is that is Clark back on? Is, it Michael, is that Michael Clark yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It certainly is. I think he he's luckily gets a gig with the ICC. Right. If it was Fox or Channel 9. Right. Not happening, well, I don't I, think. I, I will say this, though, Beefy. Yeah. I do think he's better than Danny Morrison. Well, I think Danny Morrison's role as a commentator is, is colour. Is the character man. Yeah, yeah. He's not necessarily insight. No. He's just there for enthusiasm. Yeah, and yeah. just says quite ridiculous things often, uh, actually. Yes, he does. Um, I've witnessed uh, Danny's commentary on the Caribbean Premier League, where he fits in quite well. Yeah, okay. Because nobody's really concentrating on the cricket, and uh, Danny's more, you know, he'll get out and do stuff. Right. He so. did that, uh, yeah. I noticed uh, Ishigua. I think she's not much of a New Zealand fan. Oh, really? Oh, not, well, she tends to um, always want the other team to beat us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, well, obviously, this is England, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've noticed this all the time. Like, she cheers for Australia or okay. before before us. Like, what? She cheers for Australia? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, before she us. She probably yeah. gets paid gets by paid, uh, yeah. Australians Big Bash League. to, yeah. uh, you know, create some income, so she can't upset them. Yeah. So, I don't, I'm not too sure about that one, Beef. Yeah. I'm not too sure as well, but I did notice Michael Clark uh, was back. fronting. The I thought team. of you straight what away, was, Beef. What was the hair on him? He's What's got he this done kind now? of he's got the silver fox type long a quiff. Well, the thing that threw me off last time I, time yeah. I saw him is that I think he put on a bit of weight because oh. his, his face was quite chubby. Okay. Well, um, the camera adds ten shot, pounds, as well, they say. It Rob. definitely does. It might have just been a, uh, a one-off thing. I, mean, I don't know if he's back to normal again. Don't know, but uh, it was a bit. It looked weird. Okay, because he got you know, this chubby face kind of thing. Right. You know, perhaps since the divorce. You know, like that time that Leonardo divorce, Di- DiCaprio. He's, uh, he's just eating. Well, he's very, he had another divorce, didn't he? Yeah, unbelievable. Even his. Uh, yeah. So, in terms of that. Uh, did you go to the races Saturday in the end? No, no. But I'm going this Saturday. Oh, Saturday. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, excited about that. Uh, no, I was going to go and there was back and forth and my mate um, I was going with he suffers from a chronic fatigue. Oh, really? And, and he was having that's a bit no of a good. bout of that. Right. But then we're back and forth and then the weather looked terrible and if we're going to be out in general admission, I don't really want to be out on that weather. And I was just like, I mean, and you know how I feel about crowds as it is. <laughs> and sports stadiums. Yeah. So uh, it was just, uh, I felt like a Saturday in. I said, no, nah, mate, I'm not going. So big day of sport here. It was the Melbourne Cup horse racing. In fact, all week, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, the race that stops the nation. Mm. So uh, we've horse racing crazy here in Ooh. Melbourne. 
And there's the 2020 World Cup, which is coming so to Sorry, Glenn a, Phillips just got caught. A, a on... swift end for New Zealand at the minute. But Damn. as we uh, quickly discussed, it's not the end of the tournament for the Kiwis because all they've got to do now is keep it close and they will do a favour to England and not to Australia, which they would probably see quite advantageous right now. But uh, Kiwis are struggling, chasing. Uh, fortunately, it's just uh, collapsed, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. But there you go. So we've had the 2020 World Cup going on. On throughout Australia, even though it's been wet as anything in Melbourne, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yes, like uh, it's actually like I'm not. I just saw the forecast, and I'm just not playing golf this week. Yeah, I've had enough. I can't. I'm sick of coming home with wet feet all the time. So, grade cricket in Melbourne have not played yet. Right, their, their season starts second weekend of September. Well, it gets underway properly. Yeah. Uh, end of September, they play a few other games. Yeah. They haven't They've played. not played a game They've yet. They've not played a game yet. And if it keeps raining today like it did a little bit and the forecast is tomorrow, they won't play this weekend either, which is... As re- well, it's, I think well, it's keep it's keeping raining until Friday. So it's, so it's still going to be a rainy yeah. Oaks day. I mean, today, I, if you watch, if you did happen to watch uh, the races today, yeah. it was the proper uh, Crowded House song type of vibe. It's like hail and then you look back and it's sun. Right. And it's quite warm. It's freezing out there. 12 degrees or something. Is it cold? Yeah. Right. I was just trying to think of a crowd as Now we're God getting... Before... Oh, we can't even get a boundary beef. <laughs> Keep getting caught at Sentinel Sodies in now. Jeez, mm. we're into the tail. That's all right, though, Rob. It's okay, Rob. It's oh, all yeah, right. Yeah, but we could have won. All right. I thought that was going for 6-2, that one. Oh, but it's caught it's in just, the boundary. It's just a bit... Bigger these Sam uh, Curran is turning into this uh, wicket machine. He's pretty good. You know, I went when I was in England, yeah, and I went on a tour of Wellington College oh, when I was okay. there with uh, with my best mates, my godson Rex, yeah, yeah. and uh, his name was on the oh, on the pavilion okay. board Wellington quite a few times. College, Wellington College, yeah. Geez, I tell you what, the school—that's an amazing school, <laughs> is it? My word. I'm not even sure where Wellington College is. It's out near Windsor Castle. Oh, okay. All right. That way near Royal Ascot yep. in the country a bit. Right. Pretty impressive, mate. It's, it's a, it would it's, be. It's, a, was it's a, probably had some royals go there. It's actually got It's got its own golf course. Wow. Like it's, it's Wellington cool. College golf course. Yeah, yeah. And it looks awesome. It would be. There must be lots of money. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt there's lots of money there. Well, you are listening to... Uh, 365 days of sport. It is your weekly non-sporting adventure through this weekly sports world. Yeah, how many of these games are you watching now? These T20 games. Uh, quite a few. Apart from when it's raining, yeah, then you don't do much. Were you going to do that Afghanistan New Zealand one that got rained off? Uh, yes. See, that was going to be the one. We only get one point for that. Yeah. So he's got to take down Ireland. Uh, forty off. To, can we get two, forty off twelve balls? You're struggle now. You're gonna struggle now, Rob. It's so okay, annoying. Rob. It's all right. You're in the semis. It's okay as long as you beat. Does uh, it go straight to semis? That is yeah, no quarters. Top two. Top two go it's through. Pretty harsh. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you finish top now, South Africa beat India. You probably play India. It may we always be, beat India. It's, it may not be a bad game to lose. Yeah, but you play South Africa, who seem to have the best bowling attack in this World Cup. See, South Africa for us is not a good team. Okay, we generally go battle against yeah. Africa, but India we always beat them. Yep, and I th- many times. I'm just trying to think where that game will be in that. So if you come second, I think that's Adelaide. Then okay, if you win the group, I think you're in Sydney. Right. Well, we played. We won at Sydney twice. Beautiful. 
Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so uh, this is not looking good, everyone. Because so I know you're all on our team. If you're, Yeah, we're yeah. all on uh, the New Zealand team, yeah. definitely. So if you haven't been watching the 2020 World Cup or the horse racing over the past few days, not quite sure what you've been, uh, what you've been doing. Have you had, uh, is there any news out of Wales beef? Well, funnily enough, this weekend, Rob, yeah. is Wales versus New Zealand in Rugby Union. Oh, of course. So we have our annual well, guest on who always gives us a preview from uh, for the Wales-New Zealand games. Yep. Sean Holly's coming on from the BBC. Right. So he'll chat to us about the chances because there's a bit of a glint in the eye of the Welsh, Rob, because obviously the Kiwis only just got past Japan last weekend. Yeah. So, oh. It's very interesting. Wales think they can actually do it. They've got a chance. Definitely a chance. But this really, we're, we're ripe for the picking, I'd say. I think With that's being the... Very, did we end up winning the Tri-Nations? Though? Yeah, 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 we did. yeah, you did just. Still yeah. somehow won. Despite losing to Argentina at home. Yeah. And that's the thing. You've won five out of the last six games, but you're in a rut. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We've won five out of the last six. Yeah. Really? I, I believe so. That well, includes Japan last weekend. Okay. Well, we still, yeah, we did, yeah. We did win. I mean, South Africa lost to Japan in the World Cup. They did. That was, in that fact, was a, that was a while ago now, though. But yeah. Didn't they get through to the quarterfinals last time, Japan? Yes, yeah, they did. Mainly because, remember, they had a couple of games, rain, uh, they had a game rained off, which gave them a bit of an advantage. Oh, uh, yeah, came, yeah, something like came that. came through. Okay. But anyway, Japan put up a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. Well, as it happens, in my quiz, I've actually got a Welsh rugby quiz. Ah, That's pu- purely by coincidence. Purely I, by I had, coincidence. I really so, Sean, no Sean will be on a bear. 11 o'clock next show no tonight tonight yeah yeah well, oh. there's no point in previewing a game we've already played right? well you could review it we might do that as well well no, if, but if we lose i don't want to hear from some <laughs> exactly so we're gonna preview the game so so if you do get up that yeah. will be almost exactly 50 years 60 49. Six, I thought I it was 1953, wasn't it? 53, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, 59 years. Oh, 70 years. 70 years. 69 years. That's right. It is 69 Sorry. years, yeah. Right. Well, that's a that's a drought. Yes. I think that's what you could find. As a, that's what you call a rut. Yeah. Yeah, 70 years of not beating another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... just I, I actually hope you do do it. So do we. So do we. Because, Although, uh, we did lose to Italy. Yeah. In the Six Nations. But then we went and beat South Africa in South Africa. That's right. You did too. Uh, or South Africa seconds. All right. Well, this has to go for six. It's a wide. Oh, no, get another ball. What? 32 from seven. So this goes for six. We need 26 off the last over. Yeah. Not out of it yet, Beef. Not quite. Who's batting? Uh, so Mitchell Santner. He's a decent hitter. And Sodi can hit sixes, but he's not. Okay. A, he's certainly not any sort of all-rounder, Beef. Right. We've got to thank Jack Link's beef jerky. It's the best beef jerky on the planet. We're talking about New Zealand. Jack oh, Link's. Oh, yes, he's hit it for six, Jack, isn't he? Jack Link's beef jerky. He did it. <laughs> what a smash. 100% grass fed New Zealand beef. It is. Jack Link's. Yeah. So, we're talking about New Zealand playing cricket right now and rugby on Saturday. Yeah, we're going to power things up. So I, I'm sorry if people feel a bit distracted, but I, I'm, I just can't. You have to watch, don't you, really? Well, when, when it's your uh, national team playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, why don't I just commentate the game for everyone? Do you want to do is that? that, is that do you want to get us into trouble? Is that is that illegal? Uh, no, we haven't bought the broadcasting rights, Rob, uh, even though there is six deliveries left in the game. But no, so I said, is it illegal? 
Oh, so you said, is it legal? Yeah. Either so, way. So it's not legal. It's we're, not, we're not, le- allowed, you're not to. allowed to commentate. So how can we get, what are the loopholes here? Because we just sort of, if we're just is, having a chat and we happen to watch it on the side and relay the scores, is that, that's, can, that's not really I believe you can relay the scores. You okay. can't commentate as a live game. Okay. With but, sound effects and stuff. Yeah. But you can relay what's happened. You can summarize, Rob, I okay. think. Okay. Okay. Is the term they use. Right. I th- I've, I've heard them do it. Okay. Here's Karen coming. Let, okay. No, can't do you that. can't, can't do, do that, Rob. <laughs> so oh, I missed it. Sam Curran is going to bowl the last over, and the first ball is a dot. And it's so Armstrong, and he's missed it. Uh, New Zealand now need 26 he needs off the last four sixes and a boundary deliveries. So that's a bit of a that was the worst possible result we could have ever had. He just missed it altogether. Did they run a bye? No, they no, didn't run a bye. Didn't even run a bye. So thanks to Jack Link's Beef Jerky. And if you're listening to this on download, you're probably very very confused right now. <laughs> But thank you very much for downloading. And This is uh, why you don't have radio shows on when important cricket games are on. <laughs> like every Tuesday, Sam Curran has bowled a long hop and it's swatted out to deep me wicket. And they and run two. They only run I'm, one, I think. So they? now we actually can't even win. No. You we can, can tie. tie. Super over. I don't know if there is a super over in the group games. I think it might just be a tie. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, possibly. Nah, surely they'd do it. Just I'm for, not 100% that's sure. That's the whole point of T20, though. That is the case. So thanks. I uh, mean, I'm, I can't say I'm a fan of the thing. So, but have they have they have they got rid of the rule that? You, oh, that was in the one day is where you, whoever gets the most boundaries. They got rid of that after that World Cup. Straight after yeah. in, in one days or in T20s as well. Uh, that's a great question. I think they just been that rule totally. So did they go to like most wickets, maybe, or no. or if you bowl the I other think, team I out, think, like oh, oh wide, wide. wide, wide, we're um, back in it. I think they go another super over. Okay, I think that's the deal nowadays. Another, that, that makes more sense. Of course, it makes it, more it, sense. And what if that one's tied? Keep going. Just keep Let's going. Go super overs. <laughs> it is only one over. It's not yeah. like it's not like it's gonna you know be tiring. No, you know you can do that forever. Just bowl one over. Yeah. If they keep tying, but just keep going exactly around again. It's not like it's postponing the AFL Grand Final when they tie. That's a logistical nightmare, isn't it? Do they play extra time in the f- if the first Grand Final's tied? No. They- no, they just go to a replay. Yeah, straight to next Saturday. Yeah. Mm. So a bit of craziness that when that happened. Yes. Okay. They, had to, they had to get Lionel Richie off his tour to be the halftime entertainment. Lionel Richie was the greatest one. <laughs> that, that was because I think... Because wasn't he a last-minute fill-in? Yeah, for the replay. They didn't have anyone for the replay, and he oh, was on tour. that's right, of course. He was so on he, tour. He came, and then it was awesome. It was one of yeah. the best ones ever. Yeah, he was dancing on the ceiling and everything. Yeah, the whole crowd was going crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what I watched recently was the Foo Fighters movie. <laughs> okay. Because it was COVID, yeah. they made this stupid sort of splatter horror film where they go to record their album in this house, and it turns out there's like some evil demon craziness and uh dave grohl gets possessed okay. and they write this flat out metal record but slowly he goes mental and he kills starts killing everyone oh. anyway lionel richie turns up from nowhere of course he does it does a little cameo in it because dave, dave's, dave, dave's, dave's got writer's block is it me you're <laughs> looking for well it might be i the... can see it in your eyes Jeez, i couldn't work out what song that was for a long time i can is. see it in your smile but he was doing uh, well because he he started singing that day grohl thinking he was writing a song and lionel richie goes Dave, that's my song. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic video of the blind girl doing a clay model, Rob. Blind girl doing a clay model? Yeah, hello, that hello video. Oh, I've never seen the video. Oh, really? Well, I think this game's over. Oh, well, well. It is now. 
to... They think it's all over, Rob. It well, is now. Still try and hit sixes, get the run rate up. I think, yeah, net run rate would be good. So we can get to 170 Not that your something. net run rate is a problem. No. Anyway, let's do this quickly. Thanks to Jack Link's Beef Jerky. It's best beef jerky on a plant. Whatever you're doing over the next few days, if you're going to the races, get some Jack Link's Beef Jerky. It will help you with your excessive intake of alcohol. And B, thanks for downloading. If you're looking for a new podcast platform, discover lots of other indie podcasts all over the place. Check out Good Pods. It's the good reads of podcasting. There you Without go. doubt. Without doubt. Congratulations. New Zealand with one ball to go, 158 for six. They need a miracle. They need a 22 to win off the last off ball. The last ball. How, how is this last one not a wide? It's ridiculous. I'm not sure, Rob. What up? Same old, same old. You? 50 shades of greys. Nice. <laughs> hey, did you hear the news about Bridget? She's making her way around Australia. For reals? Yeah, she's everywhere. Barbecues, footy, even camping. Well, sounds like she's flat out. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go to Australia. One day, bro. One day. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues. Beef up your snack life. Hi, I'm John Aldridge, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. You'll all never walk alone. So he played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear a moment because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless kid. You suck! Right, Rob. Hey, how long ago was that Ronnie, 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 O'Sullivan, Ronnie O'Sullivan interview? That interview yeah. last weekend. Well, how long does it go for? Oh, I don't know. I just saw a grab. All right. So I grabbed it. Worst oh, song in the world. The Football World Cup yeah. is not very far away at all now. How far away is it uh, now? 19 days? 19 days. 19 days! And FIFA is still talking about throwing Iran out right between now and then. I don't think what, they will. What's happened? Uh, I think the Iranian government have killed... No, allegedly killed, sorry, um, some young women for not wearing hijabs and things like right. that, I think, along yep. those lines. Anyway, I don't know the ins and outs of that, but mm-hmm. uh, I believe there's some human rights issues going on. Yes. Anyway, we haven't covered any World Cup songs right now. News today, coming out of mm. uh, Wales as well, mm. is that we're going to change our name. We're not going to be called Wales after this World Cup. What? We're going to be called Cymru. We're is, actually is changing that... our name. Officially changing it. Yeah. We're not going to be called Wales anymore, Rob. You, this happy, is in... you, you happy with that? Yeah, why not? It's, yep. That's what the country is called yep. in its native language. Well, well this is what um, New Zealand is arguing about at the yeah. moment, too. Whether, Nouvel- whether, whether you want to be called Nouvelle Zealand, don't you? What? <laughs> what, what the why Dutch, we, that's what the French call us. Nouvelle Zealand. What, why the hell anyway, would the French have I was any influence? taking the absolute wee out of you. So, what? what do you want to be called? Well, this, the suggestion could go to the Maori name, which is Aotearoa. Uh, which nobody would be able to spell. Or say. Say? You couldn't say it just no, then. No, I couldn't. So um, I, I don't uh, want Do you know to, what you I, said? They're changing a lot of all the mountains and everything. I'm not fine with all that. Oh, all yeah, the, yeah, all yeah, landmarks, yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah. But I just, it's because the country is like a brand. You it know? is. It, it took them so long to get New Zealand <laughs> on the map. Yeah. I mean, God. So it's one of those things that I think about when, oh, am I interrupting? Too no, much? no, you can, I love this chat. Then right? When um, back in like the 90s, if ever on American television, yeah. just that New Zealand was mentioned, yeah. everyone would just go, ooh, and get excited and be like mental. I remember this episode of uh, Full House. 
And Stephanie gets on the plane, <laughs> right? And and well, she, she has goes to New Zealand, Rob. And she? Uh, well, she gets on the on the plane. And she goes, and she can't see the rest of her family. Yeah, and she thinks she's on the wrong plane. She goes, "Oh, excuse me, which which uh, where's this plane going?" And she says, "She says uh, Auckland." Oh, right. And she thinks she goes, "Oh, Auckland, oh, Auckland, that's, that's yeah. right across the bay. That's no problem." <laughs> and then it goes on the thing. And ladies and gentlemen, now we're departing your flight to Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand. And then she goes, "Auckland, New Zealand." And of course, they played that like that was the the trailer for the week that has played that scene, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, we're on Full House. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yes, <laughs> yeah." It's not the. Easiest. It was really Lord of the Rings that really uh, was yeah, the true, final true, thing. True. So Crocodile Dundee did it for Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lord see, of the Rings. It'll it be interesting to see how the rebranding of Swaziland to Estwatini has been uh, embraced by <laughs> the locals. <laughs> I didn't even know this had happened. <laughs> yeah, man. What have you been talking about? Should be the tip of your tongue, I, Eswatini. Uh, uh, I mean, look, I'll be honest, I didn't know much about Swaziland. No. No. I've so, driven through. So I, That's about it. It's in South Africa, is it? Or? Yeah, totally landlocked by South Africa, yes. I mean Lesotho. Uh, Swaziland is landlocked by South Africa as well. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it uh, may no, not be landlocked, nah. but uh, the majority of the country, I think it's its only neighbouring border. Right, so it's not inside it. Uh, no, I might have a coastline. Yeah, because I, I think, that means yeah, I yeah. asked an incorrect uh, quiz question one time because oh, okay. I asked them what is the only yeah, country yeah. that is entirely landlocked inside by another South country. Yeah, Lesotho. Yeah. 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 Yes, I I have to check my maps and uh, we can't just mislead the public. No, we definitely uh, incorrect can't. Fact. Anyway, let's get back to worst song in the world. Oh, Rob. worst song in the world. So yeah. we're talking about Wales yep. and the uh, World Cup songs. Yep. And the fact that we're going to be called Cymru after this World Cup, which is brilliant. Now, this is the latest iTunes rock chart in the UK, right? Number four, Bruce Springsteen, Don't Play That Song. Number three, Bruce Springsteen, Do I Love You, Indeed I Do. This is a World Cup song. This is the... I'm just going through this week's iTunes chart in the UK, right? Number two... Queen, Face It Alone. I don't even know that song. Uh, it's new. It must be new, Rob. Number one, and this is no joke. I am not making this up. Tinty and the Bucket Hats, Wacker Wacker Cymru, Men of Harlick. Number one in the iTunes rock charts this week, and number 28 in the iTunes charts this week. What? This is from that came out in 2010, this no, no, song. No, 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 no. This is brand new. This is the Wales version, oh. or this is a band's version of that Shakira song, right. Wacka Wacka, World's on Fire, oh. whatever it was. That was painful. I watched that whole thing, by the way. All right. I just had to give Rob a bit of a heads up, the fact that, uh, that we're going to be playing this song. So, right. So, so, okay. This is the unofficial Welsh World Cup song yeah. by Tinty and the Bucket Hats. It's called oh. Wacka Wacka Men of Harlick. We're going to... Qatar. Yep. It is number one, Rob. Don't forget this. Yeah. It's number one in the iTunes rock charts right now. Yeah. Number 28 in the overall charts. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Um, I can't wait. Country is watching 
Everything we never attend We fight to the end The 58 spirit The dragons roar You feel it We're still here I believe it 24 you get up oh. If before you get up eh. Stamina mana We're going to Qatar Stamina mana We've already won the World Cup, Rob. Simple as that. So, um, so that's basically 
for those uh, listening here, that is an example of a song that just ticks every single box for the beef man. That is his. That is his everything that he could possibly want in a piece of music. It's in that. Yeah. So basically, to deconstruct this song, it's got the same chords as like a song like "With or Without You." So it's just a D. Oh, it's a D to an A to a B to a G, which oh, is nice. a classic pop. Is it four chord? Uh, four chord classic. Classic. And and in fact, that tripod group, yeah, the comedy group, do a do a comedy no, bit where they play. The- Access of access of oh, awesome. access of awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah. well they play those anyway, four chords. Yeah, they, yeah. So it starts off. So they got that. So that's straight away a pop hook gets you in there. Pop hook, and then they just give it a bit of upbeat, and then it goes like into a, into a big yelly chorus. Yeah, with fist with uh, meathead fist pumping chorus. Fantastic, and uh, horns 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 as well. Yeah. So so that's if you do those things, then Beefy will love it. And on top of that, this is now Wales's unofficial. unofficial. And on top of that, it's number one in the charts. Yeah. Well, I I hated it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if I told you they're raising money for anti-bullying charities at the same time, Rob, would that sway you? Well, how are they going to stop anti stop bullying? Bullying's well, always going to happen. You can you can try. Obviously, you teach kids to behave. Yeah, but there's always going to be. What about bullying. support groups for the bullied kids? Well, that's well, yeah, that's good. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Well done. You can imagine though, Welsh boys on the lash, not necessarily in Quitar, mm. but that would be blaring. You'd have your Ghetto Blaster, or your boombox. Sorry, you're not allowed to call it Ghetto Blaster anymore, apparently. Yeah, you can. You'd have your boombox banging that out. The boys would be loving it. Yep. Wacka, wacka, comrade. Build the spirit of 58 now. We're going to Qatar. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it the first Brilliant. time. I heard it the first time. How good is it, though? That yeah. is, It's got fat leads all over it. Who, sorry? It's got the fat leads vibe all yeah. over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good luck for the World Cup with the, to uh, Wales. I hope it goes well. We've already won it, Rob. Yeah. Already won it. Yeah. You Already actually, won it. You are actually in the World Cup. Yeah, we've got, we're in the same group as England, yeah. Iran, and USA. Right. USA. So, but if Iran gets heaved... They'll get replaced by whoever they beat. So Possibly. Well, you can beat the USA in, in England. We should be able to beat USA. I don't know about England. They they should be a bit better than us. But yeah, but you never know. Derby, you never, you never know. know. That's, uh, uh, the interesting should... thing is that's our last game in the group. So... I think this is how it's going to pan out. We'll draw against the Yanks. We'll beat Iran. So it's going to come down to goal difference. England will probably win their first two games. Yeah. And then they've got to play us. Okay. Now, in the Euros 2016, we upset the English. Yeah. Because they showed a bit of a... Uh, the Welsh boys were watching the England versus Iceland game all yeah, together. that's right. And when Iceland scored, somebody just happened to take a video of the Welsh boys celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> England apparently got a bit upset with that. So, no love lost between the two. Anyway, that's going to be an interesting game. So, we may need to get a point against England to go through. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, that's how you I see should it panning out. see this, the smarmies, mm. the, the look of anticipation on Beefy's face. Now, He's I excited. I haven't looked for an English World Cup song yet, mm. um, but that's my job this week to find out what rubbish they've put out. <laughs> There's, I, I think there'll be a, it'll be a bit of a, um, a rabbit hole that one. Beef, yeah, I think there'll be. A, keep a, oh, on look, the trend is now there'll probably be fifty. Mm-hmm. I have to s- search through yeah. to find a, a really bad one, so I can take the piss out of it. But uh, in terms of that, we will find something. They'll to, all be pretty bad, won't they? You would have thought so. Yeah, you would have thought so. Um, we'll make sure it's overly bad, just to wind them up. 
Anyway, so that's where we're at. So um, that's so that's number on the rock charts. It's number one on, on iTunes. the iTunes charts this week. Yeah, it is number one ahead of Queen. Rob, what, what's that Queen song then? Is it that, did they release one with the new singer? They they must I, have done. No, no, no. They found an old recording of Freddie yeah. uh, doing a song, and I think that must be it. They used it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. I was worried they'd use the new. Face singer. it alone. I don't think they've released any singles with Adam Lambert. Do no. They? I mean that guy Adam Lambert. He can sing anything, but he's got a, um he doesn't have a powerful voice like Freddie. Yeah. He's got he's got more of a boy band voice. Okay. He does. Well, he is a boy band type, Rob. Really? Yeah. Well, let's, I, I agree. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a showman. I'm not not saying he isn't. Yeah. But. You're right. He hasn't got the uh, lung capacity. Yeah, I was just. That's why I was just worried that they'd release the song as Queen. With I, him. I, I don't know. Hey, bro. If we were on a desert island and there wasn't any grass, no grass. Would you eat me to survive? Oh, bro. Who'd eat a cow? Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues. Beef up your snack life. Hi, this is Jeff Parlin, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Now, I'm not 100 percent sure if he's here. If you can hear me. Oh, there he is, Mr. (laughs) Sean Holly. We have got back in touch for our annual touch base time because this weekend it's me versus Rob. Wales versus New Zealand. (laughs) Millennium Stadium. We do this once a year nowadays. Yeah. Me and Rob just been talking about it off air. It's been a long, long time between drinks for (laughs) Wales. 19th of December, 1953, when we smashed the All Blacks 13-8. We were on a good streak back then, Sean. We'd won three out of those four games. And uh, since then, zero. Zippity-doo-dah, nothing. So, I believe... There, it's it's a bit upbeat in Wales, though. They think this time it could be the time. We always think that, beef, don't we? You know, when we get wrong to play in New Zealand, it's sort of the, the heart rules, the head. Um, we've had a bit of a, a confidence boost with the performances in South Africa in the summer. Off the back of last year's Six Nations, we lost to Italy at home in the last game. Nobody came out of their houses for a week and we're embarrassed to go to work. And then we went to the South Africa, the world champions, expecting to be pumped. And we actually won the test and should have won the series. Uh, Mm. So it's been renewed confidence. Um, And I think... New Zealand's performances in the Rugby Championship were up and down, even though they won it and came back strong in the end. You know, they've just narrowly beaten Japan with a mixed team, but they've lost Sam Kane and Dane Cole. So, yeah, as usual, in the build-up week to a New Zealand test, we think we're going to beat them. But history tells you, was it 70-odd years, that we we won't. (laughs) Yes, very true. This time it is different. Uh, The feeling is in the air. I I think we're going to – I really think New Zealand's going to lose. Oh yeah, I think this is the time. This is this is all come down to this. We can't go seventy years, seven decades. Yeah, is an insult, really. It is. So this is this is the one. The ghost of Andy Hayden. Can we put it away finally? <laughs> That's the big question. Well, the other thing, see, boys, is we've got some senior players that are missing, and one or two, well, senior players that are coming back short of game time and have been injured. So I'll give you some examples. We've got Ken Owens coming back and Justin Tiprick. They've only played three club matches. He's as experienced as they are, 87 and 86 caps, respectively. They're short of game time. Our current captain, the incumbent Dan Bigger, is injured. He's out of the series. But our replacements at out half have also all been injured. So Gareth Anscombe has played very little game 
had a rib injury, but he's likely, if he's fit, to start. And then we have uh, Sam Costello, a young uncapped Scarlet player in the squad. And then Reese Priestland, who's 35 now and knocking around a bit. So, Gee. you know, it's a squad that is, is a little bit fragile because we're lacking a little bit of experience. But the good news is we've got some uncapped players in there and young players that Wayne Pivak's having a look at. But against New Zealand, you don't need that. So it's a little bit of the unknown. It is. I mean, we have to mention Brody Retallick is, is, is he, I'm assuming he's suspended after being sent off? Yeah, well, I would imagine so. I haven't seen the news on that, but... Mm. Um, yeah, it looked pretty damning, didn't it? Yeah. So with Sam Whitelock as well, I think doubtful. Um, the other injuries I mentioned, but New Zealand, New Zealand and Australia and South Africa always come in a little bit hotter into these autumn internationals, having played in the championship, a warm-up game. That's no excuse because, no. you know, our boys have, have been playing rugby, but they've only been in camp now just over a week. So the first one tends to be a little bit rusty <laughs> and then they get better through the autumn series. The last people you want to be playing when you're a little bit rusty is New Zealand. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's still a huge favourites. Well, I mean, that being said, last year we went a bit easy on New Zealand when uh, mm. we decided to schedule a game when half our players weren't even available. So, uh, yeah. in terms of that, I mean, you know, we just uh, we use it as a warm-up game ourselves for the Autumn Internationals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll be Aussie this year. Yes. And so, the, the game outside the window will be Australia. So, again, we'll miss our um, guys who play a Across the bridge, but there's not too many of them now. We'll have no. some Saracens boys, Nick Tompkins, and uh, Christian Zou's a, a new uh, new player from Exeter Chiefs. Tommy Raffle, who was really good in South Africa, yes, yeah. the Tigers. But more and more are home based. But the big one that we will miss for that one is Lewis Reesamet. I don't know if you've seen him, boys. He's absolutely on fire at the moment for Gloucester. Mm, yes, and uh, if anyone's going to score tries, it's him. That's uh, that's for sure. But uh, so is he not playing this weekend? Yeah, he's playing oh. this one. This one is in the window. Uh, normally, normally it's the first one, but Scotland decided to do that this year and went outside the window against Aussies. Oh, wasn't uh, last that, weekend? Wasn't that heartbreaking as well? Well, yeah, I was absolutely devastated, as you can imagine. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> for Rob, who doesn't know, who doesn't subscribe to the pay TV that we have here to show that shows rugby. Uh, Scotland missed the last minute penalty to beat the Aussies. Oh, did they? Yes, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was heartbreaking okay. from our point of view. It's a shame being a Welshman and a Kiwi in Australia. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, Sean, have uh, have the Welsh public? How's, how's the weather down there, boys? Uh, it's raining every in day in Melbourne. It has been so wet. Well, put it this way, we are six weeks into the cricket season and the grey cricketers haven't yet played a game yet. That's how wet it's been. We're pretty annoyed, yeah. We're all ready to enjoy the T20 World Cup. And you think, great, we'll have it in Aussie so you get the weather. Mm-hmm. And it's bloody raining all the I time. Know. All the games mm-hmm. have been called cold mm-hmm. off. Only the ones in Melbourne. That's the problem. It's just the Melbourne games. Everything else has been on. But, yeah, the weather is unseasonably wet. And uh, we've had triple the amount of rain we would normally have in Melbourne for October. Mm. So hopefully we've turned Rainy. the corner because uh, with, there's only, to be honest, there's only one more game in Melbourne before the final, which is a week Sunday. So we're hoping the uh, the weather will turn because uh, after tonight's result, as you may well have seen, England have kind of propelled themselves into a favourable position to get through the group now, which is which is great if you don't want to see Australia qualify. That's a brilliant performance, to be fair to them. They, they were really at it from the get-go. 
and they needed mm-hmm. it, didn't they? They've got to play Sri Lanka now, so it's not done and dusted, but yeah. the pressure's on you, boys. The pressure's on the Aussies. Yeah. Well, yeah. as you well know, Sean, you're talking to two people that cannot support <laughs> Australia in any sport whatsoever. Yeah. So in terms of that, it's, uh, yeah, I'll straight up against it. After getting beat by 90-odd runs against the Kiwis, they are doing it a bit tough. So that rain-out, the Australia-England rain-out last week, has actually probably yeah. helped England, to be honest. Yeah, in the end, yeah. yeah. Do you know today in the Melbourne well, Cup, um, the Melbourne Cup ran today, Sean. Oh, yeah, Melbourne Cup. Yeah, I forgot about that. Who won? <laughs> Top weight. Top weight. Gold, Gold something. Won. Gold trip, yeah. But Mark Zara is a jockey. He, even after all the rain oh, we've God. had here, one of the yeah. British trainers, he was saying that uh, downgrade to a soft seven, heavy eight, he said it still didn't rank anywhere near as soft as a track in the oh, UK. Of course not. <laughs> of still course not. Yeah, yeah, it's heavier. As I speak, but I'm looking out of my back garden. It's coming down in straight lines. <laughs> and, and this is because... All the Welsh people, they've broken the roof at the Principality Stadium because they don't want it closed and they want it to be absolutely hammering down on <laughs> at 3.15 on Saturday. That gives us just a little bit more of a chance against the All Blacks. Yeah, as wet as it can possibly be. Just on what Rob's saying, a really heavy seven or eight here is just a soft in in the uk not it's not even heavy at all yeah yeah it has been i, I i've been back in um, mid weights on the handicaps and doing really well so uh, not sure <laughs> not sure that has any difference <laughs> down in melbourne but um yeah it's pretty heavy over here yeah i, I tell you my golfers have to change we had a great summer to be fair but it's had to change drastically because now i'm chunking up sort of mountains of turf with my pitching wedge which <sighs> it's not going to help in the next couple of weeks golf what? What are you playing off, Sean? Oh, I got it down, Rob. From when I last spoke to you, I'm, yeah. I'm off 2.7 now. Jesus. Whoa. Oh, wow. Somebody's looking good. at the seniors tour. <laughs> well, that's the plan, Beef. That's the plan is to uh, get the seniors tour age. I'm, I'm actually 52 on Sunday, so I've got a couple of years practice yet. Can I get there? Okay. <laughs> Will there be a live seniors tour by then? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the golden ticket, isn't it? The live seniors tour. It would be. I'm taking on uh, Rob. Would be interested in this. I'm taking on um, Marshy, Justin Marshall on Thursday. He's right. over. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a little shindig with Marshy. Okay. He fancies himself in all sports, yeah. as you can imagine. <laughs> um, and then I got a, a nice lunch with Marshy and Andrew Mertens on oh, on lovely. Friday in aid of uh, Blindra Cancer Centre. As you know, beef. I'm a yeah. I'm a, an ambassador for. So good to catch up with those halfbacks. Be good. Yeah, great. Oh, be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They play golfers as well. Andrew Mertens is a golfer, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, he plays a lot. He plays better than Marshy, but Marshy will tell you different. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me a few years ago, Sean, when you were coaching the Ospreys, you had Justin Marshall and Mike Phillips with a competing scrum ass in the same team. And you said it's like herding wild sheep that have been on testosterone for eight months and then just decided to take some ADHD pills just to make sure that they were hyper. Mate, you, can, can you believe it? You know, we signed Mike Phillips... Um, we had a guy called Jason Spice at the time as well, a great scrum half. Mm-hmm. And I said to the owners, look, uh, where's where's Marshy going to go? And they said, no, 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 Spicy's going. So I had to then control Phillips and Marshall. They were fighting in the tunnel two months before in the semi-final of the Anglo-Welsh Cup at the Millennium Stadium. <laughs> and they never spoke. They never spoke to one another in training. They had huge respect for one another. But the, the trouble with those two, see, Mike Phillips and Justin Marshall, is they just so alike. They both like a beer. They both like their women. And they both like themselves. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. 
Beckham, huge competitors, brilliant players, warriors on the field. It was. Uh, I look back now with fond memories, and, I, and I'm big mates with a pair of them now. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, you're right. At the time, you throw Jerry Collins in the mix, and Philotia Tia, and uh, Marty Holler, and uh, and all the the rest of the nutters like James Hook, Lee Byrne, Shane Williams, Gavin Henson. Then, um, yeah, I had, a, I, had, I had something on my hands there, beef. Yeah, that's right. Marshall would have been the type of player that he, he would have played. Number eight, he would have played flanker. He would have loved to play fly half. He, he just wanted to play, I guess. He was an eighty minutes every week. Don't bring me off, mate. He wouldn't come off. I remember, <laughs> I remember we called him back from um, uh, what was it? Um, All Black Legends game. He played in Leicester Tigers in the midweek. We allowed him to go, but then we had a couple of injuries in the East London Irish. He said, "Champ, I'm not coming back unless I'm I'm playing eighty minutes." Uh, so, well, I can't guarantee that, mate. He reluctantly came back. We were 40 points to six up. And in the 77 minutes, the trainer was chasing him around the field because the bugger wouldn't come off the field. <laughs> I'm just going to drop into fullback for a bit, lads. Uh, don't, don't, yeah, you don't I mean, when, me. it, when we eventually dragged him off, he looked up into the stand in disgust as if, why did he take me off? And took his, took his boots off at the side of the pitch and threw him down the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I bet you didn't find him even then. Yeah, you couldn't find Marshy. He was a big game player, to be fair. And some of the times he was tongue in cheek. He was just so competitive. He's competitive, and he used to play squash with him in the midweek because he couldn't quite do the speed work. Um, he had an Achilles issue, couldn't do the speed sessions. So instead, I took him for a game of squash, and it was really good for me. He got me really fit because he was brilliant. He used to do it with uh, Dingo, you know, his um, his coach of the Crusaders, and that's how I really got to get close to him because it was the game of squash, the show, and a cup of tea. And, you know, you respected me a bit, you know, for that. And so we got really close. But, you know, you'd never let me win. He'd never give me a point or anything like that. He'd just try and hammer me. He was mm-hmm. so competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure squash was a good uh, antidote for an Achilles problem, though, Sean. Hey, I wasn't pushing him around the court. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she would be. But, you know, it was at least keeping him sharp and he yeah. couldn't do the sort of straight line, explosive off the mark stuff that the other boys were doing. And the, so, you know, a little gentle game of squash and, and that. And once he got into it, it was fine. And a bit in the pool, that was fine, mate. But uh, you just had to manage him because he was sort of mid 30s then and you've got to mm. manage your players better then. Yeah. Now, what are you itself up to with media stuff now? How is the uh, how's life in the United Rugby Championship with the South African sides coming in? Has that sparked a bit of life into the uh, Welsh regions? Yeah. It, well, I don't know about into the Welsh regions. It, it certainly has into the competition. They've been outstanding. I mean, they're the complete antithesis to the national team. They all play. They look to play from deep. They they offload. They counterattack. The Storms, in particular, the reigning champions. But the Bulls, you know, expect a bit of grunt, which they have. But you know, to be fair, all four sides, the Lions have really picked up this year, and and all the other sides have had to be on their medal. The the struggling. Um, the aren't efficient enough. The Irish sides like Leinster and Ulster, Edinburgh, the, the Scottish side doing really well. Benetton have uh, have really stepped up this year and difficult to beat at home. So it's made a really interesting championship. It's become um, a 16-team top eight qualified for playoffs and it's all to play for. But sadly, the Welsh teams aren't doing great. I'm enjoying working on it. I'm, I work freelance for Premier Sports, for BBC, a little bit for the Welsh Channel S4C on the English red button. And and, it, and it's great. We still have Scrum 5 on a Sunday here, which is like a, a review programme, which I work on. So, you know, I'm involved heavily in it. I do a bit of work for the URC as well on podcasts. So 
I'm, I'm all over it, mate. And it's, it's really enhanced. And the South Africans have really taken to it. Not just the teams, but the, the following, the supporters yeah. and the media. So it's been a new lease of life. And, you know, with the troubles in England now, with Wasp and Worcester <laughs> going to the wall, the financial issues, then it's, it's given us all a little bit of a fillip, to be fair. Definitely. So what's your uh, run of the day for Saturday? Obviously, it's a massive, massive day. And uh, uh, your build-up and, uh, you know, are you heading to Cardiff to take in the atmosphere? Yeah, um, the build-up starts really for me tomorrow night. It's a lot of um, dinners, Q&As and that. So tomorrow night I've got up to one of the local rugby clubs, a place called Hirwine, to do a Q&A with Shane Williams and former Wales captain Colin Chavez. I played a Welsh Cup Um, match there a few years ago, Sean, and they beat us 97-3 for Uick. Kalian back then? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, it's not the most friendly of places, or it will be on Wednesday night, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Thursday, I got Marshy for an indoor golf simulator event with my golf company. Friday, as I say, is Marshy and Mertz for a charity lunch. And then Saturday, I'll be working for the sponsors of the of the stadium, the Principality Building Society. I'll be hosting their double box in the stadium, all their dignitaries and a couple of... Uh, former players and, and so on entertaining and then I'll be reviewing the game on Sunday for TV so it's a busy time of year mate it's a tough line tonight tough it's line tonight tough but there you are I don't know if you're still there Sean we, we want to thank you for jumping on the phone again we, oh, we, it's we, the weather <laughs> I, I, I keep dropping out I think do I? it's yeah. the weather is horrendous you're in the middle of a storm still on dial up in Wales no doubt it's uh, <laughs> still in the back end of the uh, of the ether there but never mind we wish you the best of luck for the weekend obviously the Welsh Senna uh, best regards to the Welsh lads Rob is expecting the worst it's uh, it's been a tough time for us Welsh boys against New Zealand and uh, I'm almost going to be cheering for you Lee. almost yeah, yeah. almost mm. congratulations on the work you do with Valindra Cancer Charity we have to do I know Rob will hate this we have to do a big shout out to Rod Gilbert that is uh, suffering from cancer right now because he has been treated by Valindra as we know so uh, uh, hopefully Rod is getting better and he's getting the best care possible which wouldn't be possible without guys like you doing charity events throughout the country and golf events that support Valindra and a very very important cog in the wheel so Sean best of luck for Saturday and uh, cheer on the lads for us and uh, hopefully we won't have to talk to you uh, lamenting 69 years of her <laughs> well, thanks for having me again, boys. Um, look, it'll be a tough day, uh, I'm sure. New Zealand's the top side. I'm going to go New Zealand by eight, but um, oh. fingers crossed. You never know. We've got to beat you sometime, Rob. Eventually. <laughs> it's, 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 you can't. just can't keep happening. And we're counting down the time to uh, British and Irish Lions 2025. So uh, that's the, uh, the next time that uh, we might see you over, I think, Sean. Well, mate, I'll definitely be coming, so um, make sure you're in the studio. I'll come and see you guys in person, and we'll go for a few beers later. Can't wait. Most definitely. All right, mate, have a great week, and uh, like I said, uh, hopefully we can uh, get rid of the ghost of Andy Hayden. Hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah. Everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leaks, beef up your snack life. Hey, I'm John T. Rhodes, and you are listening to 365 Days of Sport. Oh, that music can only mean one thing, Rob. Uh, it's time for some cake. Time for some... Oh, I love a bit of cake right now, actually. Yeah. Got to thank uh, Sean Harley for jumping on the phone at a late notice. The weather getting the better of us, really, mm. in Wales. Teaming it down, Melbourne uh, yeah. air scrub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, a big weekend. 
Big weekend. Two fifteen a.m. kickoff. If you're interested, no, probably not. Unless probably. you're out on the lash. Anyway, it's time for the quiz, people. Sporting gladiators, where we ask each other sports trivia questions. Three questions each. Total of five points per question. The winner will be the person that gets the most out of fifteen. They will go home with the glory and one step towards that winning feeling. Exactly, beef. Exactly. Great summer of summer. All righty, Rob. Great. I'm going to start you off. Amazing. It is the 2020 World Cup right now. The Kiwis. Name the five New Zealanders to have scored a 2020 century. Five New Zealanders have scored a T20 century. Yeah, T20 international century, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Colin Munro. Colin Munro is one. Yes. Well done. Uh, Glenn Phillips. From the other night, three yeah. days ago. Yeah. Four days ago now. Because uh, well, well, Colin Munro's done it twice. So oh, you, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Three times, actually. Okay. Brendan McCullum. Yes. I'm going to go Guptill. Twice. One to get. One more. How many did you say there is that have done it? Only five. And I'm going to go Daryl Mitchell. No, nah. not Daryl Mitchell. Nah. It's not Ross Taylor. It isn't Ross Taylor, surprisingly enough. I would have gone Ross early doors there. Yeah. No. Um, I don't think it's Kane. Is Grant Elliott? No. No. No, it's your new young superstar opening bat, pinch hitter. Oh, Finn. Finn, Finn Allen. Allen yeah. Didn't get one, did he? Didn't Apparently so. Okay. I don't know when he did it either. Okay, well, four's pretty good. It is. Good start. Okay. This is a, should be an easy-ish one for you. Okay. Simply in all the history of AFL, VFL. <laughs> okay. Which team's got the most premierships? Top five. Top five. Well, if it's VFL, AFL, then we've got to go Collingwood. Yep. It'd be in the top five. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne? Yep. Carlton? Yep. Won't be there, won't be there. Melbourne? Yes. Now, this is the trickiest <clears throat> bit. Uh, oh, would it be those? I don't think they were there originally. I'm going to throw it out there and say North Melbourne. Essendon. Essendon, that's the other one I was going to go for. <laughs> Bugger. For all. Because North Melbourne were quite good in the 80s and 90s. They won quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, but yeah. Essendon I don't know check how many they got. But yeah, so, anyway. Yeah. So oh, in the that's... order is Carlton's in Essendon 16 each. Okay. Collingwood on 15, 13 to Hawthorne, 12 to Melbourne. How many is Geelong won now? Nine. Nine. Mm. I was throwing them in the mix. All right. This is an interesting one. Name any five of the world rugby ranked teams between 20 and and 30. So any and five 30. from those 11. Five from 11, Rob. So there's four pools in the World Cup of four teams. No, five, five teams, pools. Five, teams. five pools of four. Five pools of top 20. No, so the other way around. Four pools of five. Five, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah. so 20 teams in a World four Cup. Four pools of five. So 20 teams. So it's the fringe, the struggling to make the World yes, Cup. Yes, yes, yes. Sort of teams, which would be a team like Spain. I actually think they're in the top 20, weirdly enough. But that's or the type of team you want. It might be a team like Uruguay. Top 20, Rob. They're in the top 20. Oh, it might be a team like... Oh, I don't know if Russia's qualified or not. Ivory Coast. I think they've dropped off since their World Cup appearance. Oh, Zimbabwe. Yeah, they're not in this list either, so I don't know where the Zims are right now. And my last guess, because I'm not sure if they'll qualify this, I'm going to say Russia. They are 25th. Damn. 20th is Portugal. 
21st, Chile. We've talked about well, no, those Well, I know, but I thought they would have be been in the top 20 yeah, by now. with would be a success. Then you've got Hong Kong. Then a diver, Canada. 23. Mm. Then Namibia. Russia. Well, I thought of them too. I thought they'd be in there. Yeah, Russia, Belgium, Brazil, Netherlands, Poland, Germany is the 20 to 30. Tough well, question. Ah, was it tough? I could yeah. have maybe got two or three. Yeah, though. I know. I thought it was more right. of a geography lesson than rugby. Another AFL one for you, B. Okay, cool. Simply name from this year's Geelong Premiership team. Yeah. Name five players from the team. Ah, oh, okay. The bloke kicks the goals. Tom. Okay, I'll come back to him. Tom, somebody. Joel Selwood. Is he still playing? Yeah. He retired just Patrick after Dangerfield. He came across. He yep. played. Then I'm probably going to struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I figured. Ah, oh, the runner. Blitzass. <laughs> Blitzass. Mark Blitzass. Blitz. I, don't, I don't think so. Didn't he play in the final? You better check that. Okay, Mark Blitz. Blitzard. Blitzard. He's, he's it's spelled B. It's got a weird spelling, but it, it's pronounced Blitzass. I don't. B l i v c a v s. It is. We have to Google Mark that one. Blitzard. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Tom. What's he called? He kicks the goals. Tom. Somebody tall fella. There's a bloke called Max. I think. Max Holmes. Is he in the to- in the side? No, nah, he didn't play this guy you're talking about. Mark He's... Blitzav. Didn't he play in the final? Okay. I don't know. Uh, okay, I've got to find someone else. There was some bloke called Max. He, he played. Max Holmes. Max Home, Homer Holmes. Don't know. And then Tom. God, I can't can't believe I've forgotten this guy's name. It's not Tom Harley. He's, he, uh, he retired years ago. Tom somebody. You getting the teams there? You are right? That that one you said is not. The... Didn't he play in the final? Okay. Nah. All right. Fair enough. God shows how much AFL I watched this year. <laughs> Tom, somebody. I want to say Harley or. See, this probably proves that I don't watch any AFL. That's I'm not a secret. It. I'm not a secret AFL watcher. I tell a lie. Mark Blitzkaus did play. Did he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Is there a Max Max Holmes or something as well? So he's not in the starting lineup. Oh, wasn't he? No. Oh, I had to get the starters, did I? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, so one bloke I knew was it was in the team, and then is Tom Tom Harley and the Cockney Rebels. Tom Harley Tom, retired in like know, 2011. What's the other guy called? Tom. He's big. He's big fella. Plays up front. Kicks goals. I mean, obviously, I know his name. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get timed out on this. Yeah, dude. this I is know. too long. I don't know. I can't give you Tom. No, no. Tom Hawkins. <laughs> Hawkins, the tomahawk. The tomahawk. So what did you get then? You got three, three and a three and a sub. Apparently, <laughs> is he called Max Holmes? That guy. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go. Don't didn't know. You that. did well to get that. <laughs> I don't know why. I must have read something but about some him. Some of the players have been there a long time. Oh, Mitch Duncan's been the there Irish a long time. guy. Zach Tui. Zach Tui should have got um, that. There's also there's the Guthrie brothers that are in there. Oh, Isaac Smith, Cameron of course, Guthrie. was 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 um, he got the col- came Smith. came across from Hawthorne. Yeah, he and he got player of the match. Yeah, oh did he? Yeah, uh, Gary Rowan came down from oh, Sydney. Sydney, the Ginger Ninja. Yeah, and who else? Well, I could have got and loads of, course, of these. Uh, I think what's his name? Could you get the Coleman? The guy who came down from GWS. Don't know. Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. There you go. Yeah. Mitch Duncan's been in the team Mitch a long Duncan time. Mitch Duncan, I should have got, yeah. There's a lot in there. Yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam yeah. Menegola off the bench. Oh, Sam. Oh, well, he didn't count, apparently. No, right? no, he didn't count. Off the Sam Menegola. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm surprised myself there. 
All right, Rob. Since 1970, only seven golfers have defended major tournament wins. So they've won and then won again. Have def- yeah, but they've had to def- So if you won the Masters, you had to win it the, the next, next year. year. Not the not several no. years later. Immediately after, immediate defended their title. Only seven. Okay. Golfers have done it. Some have done it more than once, but only seven have done so it. Since the 1970s. Since 1970, yeah. Okay. Well, Tiger. Yes, definitely. Um, now, this is hard. You're going to have to chuck in... You have to have to chuck in Jack Nicholas. just the numbers. No. No, he did it in the 60s, probably. Yes. Okay, so now I need to get ready to get the rest... So, who, who could be floating? Who's won multiple? So, you got Nick Faldo's floating around. I don't think any of the old classic guys, are, they're all gone by then. Has Rory done it? Oh, there's Phil Mickelson. Nah, he would have done it. At US Opens. We just said the other day that Fred Couples has won three majors. No, I looked into him. He's only won only one. Won one, that's right. So, you've got, I can tell you, you've got Tiger. So, the remaining six, you've got two Europeans and three Americans. Four Americans, sorry. Good mass beef. Well done. I'm just trying to think the major major winners full stop. Because I generally only really watch the Masters. But they have to have won multiples. Mm. I don't think... Did Bubba Watson do back-to-back of the Masters or something? How many did Bernhard Langer get? Sandy Lyle on that one time. Sandy Lyle. Con Montgomery... Uh, okay, I'm going to say Roy McIlroy. No, Rory not there. Damn it. Another hard question, Beef. Okay, I'm going to say Nick Faldo. Nick Faldo did do it, yes. So I've got one more left? One more to guess. So that's one of the Brits, Europeans gone. I don't think Seve ever did it or Lee Trevino ever did. This is a bit of a massive punt, but I'm going to say Bubba Watson. No, but if you've gone Tom Watson... Oh, you would have got it. Tom Watson. Lee Trevino did do he it. did do it. 1971-72 US PGA. Okay. Curtis Strange. Curtis Strange, yeah, I remember. In the 80s. Yep. Uh, Padraig Harrington defended British Open. Yes. Late 90s. And here's a, here's an interesting one. This guy's won four majors and defended his title twice in two different tournaments. Brooks Kepka. Right. I should have got that because he's got four US Opens. No, he's got two US Opens and, and two, two US PGAs. PGAs. Right. And he defended each title. Oh, damn, I should have got that one. Mm, Didn't so. think about him. I knew there'd be someone modern. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are we tied? I think we are, yes. I think you, sh- well, you, should, get, you should get five here. Bro. Oh, okay. Uh, 1987 Rugby World Cup. Oh, God. If you imagine the semi-final, Wales <laughs> played New Zealand. Yeah. I'm going to throw the same question you threw at me the other week. you got to name five of the forwards. Five of the forwards? Yeah. What year? 87. 1987. Okay. Uh, Kevin Phillips. Yep. Hooker. Hooker. Um, the copper second row. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't. Oh, uh, Richie Collins. Did he play back row? Seven? Yes. Number seven. Yep. If Kevin Phillips. Brian Williams. Prop. And John Davis was probably the other prop. Neither. No! Not neither one of them. Okay. Robert Norster, second row. No Norster. Sheesh. It wasn't Phil May, was it, in the second row? It was not. Okay. 
Um, you're out of guesses. Yeah, I am, yeah. I'm just trying to think who was playing the eight. Was it uh, Moriarty? There are some Moriartys, but not at eight. Not at eight? This, the, are they brothers? Paul and Richard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would uh, one play in the second lock, round, one lock, play in lock and flanker? Six, six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So who played eight in the... Which game? The semi-final? Not that it matters. Uh, yeah. Okay. 55-4, was it? I think 49-3, I think. 49-3, something like that. Something ridiculous. Uh, who would have played eight back then? Oh. Phil Davies. Phil Davies. There you go. go and, on, who's... And props were Anthony Buchanan oh. and Die Young. Only Day, the, Day Young. Uh, only the good, man. Only the good <laughs> Die Young. <laughs> and the other lock. Did you say Hugh Richards? No. Okay. Yeah. Hugh Richards would yeah. have come in for Robert Norsker. I, I guess if, if you'd won the World Cup, you'd probably remember the team. Like oh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the semi-final is one of those ones you want to forget. Mind you, we did beat England in the quarterfinals, which is thoroughly satisfying. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, good quiz. Good quiz. That golf one was hard, Ben. It was a tough one. was a tough one. I guess um, you figured they'll get Tiger. Yes. And the, yeah. and the, and the trick was, because there's no... But the thing is, if you brought in the 60s, that brings in a whole swag of golfers. Yeah. Nicholas being one... Palmer, Palmer being another. I think Trevino and, actually did it in the 60s and as prob- well. And Gary Player. Gary Player, yes, indeed. Mm. Yep, Gary Player was definitely in that uh, in that mix. But, yeah, it's it's one of those, uh, if you like your history, and we've done enough research now on these questions. It's a lot of where research. Where you, uh, you know, you basically should be reading about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting faster at making up the quizzes, so I'm enjoying that. Okay, I'm getting, it's getting, taking me longer and longer. Because you have to remember, I'm playing with three sports. Sure. Really? <laughs> yes. Modern horse racing. Okay, cr- cr- thanks. Cricket, cricket yeah. golf and rugby. I mean, I don't have... Cricket, golf and rugby I'm working with at you the minute. You've just got to figure out your level of difficulty. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we need to finish off. It's been a mammoth show. We've had live cricket. We've previewed the rugby for the weekend. Um, there's lots going on. And I'm just trying to find a story we can finish off on. Grandma hospitalised after wedding cake was laced with cannabis. Says she was completely oblivious. Can you imagine your wedding Before day? Before or after? Well, yeah, probably both, Rob. Can you imagine your wedding day descending into an absolute shambles because some cakes were found to have drugs in them? Horrible stuff made even worse by the fact that two guests ended up getting taken away for medical care because of it. The grandma has chosen to remain anonymous but was unconscious for 12 hours mm. after eating the baked goods, whereas another fellow ill also had to be rushed to hospital. The wedding in question took place in Torquay, not in Melbourne or Victoria Torquay. This is safe of England. Sure. We have to assume that everything is going swimmingly until the cakes, which had been made with cannabis, were eaten. After that, the whole day turned to chaos. The gran explained, or my sister-in-law told me afterwards she had trouble finding my pulse and I was grey in colour. But that's just me normally. <laughs> I was completely oblivious to what was going on until I woke up at 3am the following day at the hospital. In between the wedding and reception, cupcakes were randomly placed on tables. Unbeknownst to me, they contained drugs. Had I known that, I would have never have touched them. According to the victim, a sister-in-law was about to attempt to perform CPR... When the paramedics arrived, it all came on very suddenly, too. She continued, I was okay one minute, and then the next, I said to one of my family members, I don't feel very well. That's how quickly it happened. A young child had been about to pick up one of the cupcakes, but fortunately, the child's parents had just managed to stop them from consuming it, which could have been devastating. 
It is horrific to think that the perpetrator sat and watched this all unfold and then just disappeared with no accountability. Mm. I don't understand. Why would you do it at a wedding? Yeah. And, and, and was, this, was this on the menu sort of thing? I think they were just on the tables when they They're got on to the, the ta- reception. Right. Yeah. So it's someone's, it's someone's gag. Yeah. Somebody's gag. When gags go bad. When gags go bad. Yeah, well, this is a shocking, fit, so, poorly thought out pranks where yeah, someone poorly uh, thought out. So this will be this will be funny. Oh, whoops! Someone might be dying. I wonder if they just got put on one table, you know, the rowdy lot. Yeah, and but somebody got a bit peckish and thought, oh, "I'll have one of yeah, them." Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. It's just you don't do it at a wedding. Although, no, you can't say it. okay. The results could be pretty spectacular if uh, you know the boy started dancing and. But uh, those like those hash cooking. This is like big chunks of weed in it. Like I think they really proper month here. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. It's I, not as I would, bad as really like, wouldn't know. It's not as bad as if you smoke a joint or something. Okay, is it? Right. So it's because the concentration's a lot higher. If yeah, you put yeah, it in, yeah. In, well, I told you about Max Boston, the pig. Uh, the yes. Mice, you know, they threw out all these hash cookies and the pig ate them all. Oh, or, 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 or went a on a cake, wild ride. And he was just, his back leg stopped functioning. He was just yeah. crawling around like it was a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Did you pick him up by his hind legs and yeah, well, run him well, around Well, that, that's the only way it would have worked. If, okay. you know. Like a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Basically. Poor yeah. old Max. But anyway, Poor old he, Max. He came right. Good. I'm yeah. glad he did. He wasn't hungry anymore. Are you sure? Well, it's hard wouldn't, to say. Wouldn't that make him who, who, more who hungry? Who knows? Well, maybe just eat more and more and more of yeah. it. See, that's the whole thing. The scenario goes round and round. Anyway. Yeah. We've got to thank Sean Holly for jumping on the phone. Good luck to Wales on Saturday. <laughs> 69 years. We've got to get rid of this 1953 hoodoo. We really, yeah. really do. What are you going to do if you win? Are you going to cry? Uh, <laughs> am I going to cry if Wales win? Yeah. Um, That could be... Uh, I'm not sure yet. We'll wait and see. We'll see the reaction next Tuesday. Okay. Like, it's a 2.15 a.m. kickoff here. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. We will wait and see. Whatever you're doing over the next, uh, well, next seven days, please get yourself some Jack Links beef jerky. If you are going to watch rugby at 2.15 a.m., then Jack Links is the best is accompaniment. Is it still only on stand? It'll be on KO, ain't it, that one? I reckon it will. I'm not 100% sure, actually. I reckon it will. Okay, I hope so. I hope because so. there's nothing to do with the Southern mm. League kind of thing. Depends who's bought the rights. We're going to have to check that. Yeah. It might be on I reckon it'll be on. Hopefully it will. Hopefully it will. Good. So good. We will get uh, an update next week. Uh, good luck to Rob if you're going to play golf in the rain. I'm not playing this week. Not going to play. Too cold, too wet. It's just not happening. Yeah. The next few days, England are going to play Sri Lanka for a spot in the semi. Who New Zealand got? Uh... Ireland. Ireland and Australia are going to play Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be an interesting uh, twist of fate there to see yeah. you get through to the semi-finals. So it's going to be an interesting Highly unlikely we won't go through. Cricket. I think you guys are already through. Your run net run rate is pretty spectacular right now. And you close the gap. You didn't lose too many from the England game tonight. So yep. that's, uh, that is a big win for both teams, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say something probably really, really specific. Then it was going to be so funny, Rob. Yeah, it was going to blow people's socks off. Wow, they'll just have to wait till next week. They will just have to. Yeah. I will. You ever I'll think st- about what it was? <laughs> yeah, I will. Of course, I will. Yeah. No, uh, no movement on the uh, beefy OnlyFans yet. Beefy. Uh, oh, <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. We'll uh, we'll open the. I, I really hope it stays that way, beef. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> what well, well, we going to use it for? Motiv- it's gonna be motivational. motivational. I'm just going to open the right. uh, the OnlyFans suitcase, Rob. Yeah, 
But, you're, gonna, but you're doing all this clothes, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I guarantee that. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Yeah. This has been episode 269. There's definitely only one fan for that. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't paying for Antonio. <laughs> this has been episode 269 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport. See you later next week.